everyone to Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I've been talking all day today to about a new book that's due to release next week. It's called All the Lovely Pieces by J.M. Winchester. Um, this is a first-of-its-kind domestic thriller from the alter ego of romance writer Jennifer Snow, who is also a screenwriter. Uh, Jennifer is with me here in the studio all the way from Canada, from Edmonton. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to Authors on the Air. Hi, Pam. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I'm thrilled that you're here. I, I, I'm i not even sure how it is we became friends on social media, but I just know that you and I make jokes about everything whenever whenever we post. <laughs> and so... <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, you just came back from RWA in New York City. Did you have a good time? I love RWA. I think it was my 10th conference. I've been going wow. since I published my first book, and I absolutely love it. Just the chance to be around like-minded people is just fantastic. Very well, energizing. You, for, for a reader like me, um, I went to the, the RWA in Orlando because it's not far from where I live, and yeah. um, I had the best time. I went with one of our book reviewers, and we drove up there because I live on the southwest in southwest Florida in Fort Myers, and so it was, you know – few hours drive and we chatted the whole way about books and everything but came back with 80 books in the trunk it is <laughs> it's it's like yeah. mana you know you you cannot get uh-huh. a better conference where you get to meet all your favorite writers get introduced to new ones and they give you books it was amazing it's really it was amazing actually because I was at the um, Harlequin signing signing my upcoming holiday release but I'm in the room with all of these authors that I've been reading for years and who I admire, and it's really hard to stay in my own seat and <laughs> sign my own books. I just want to be collecting everyone else's. Oh, I so. hear you. Did you go to the chocolate party that Harlequin does? Uh, absolutely. The Harlequin oh party is the highlight of conference. It is so fun. Lisa Ray invited uh, Christina and I to go the, when we were up there. We're the only two non-authors who went to that party. We had so much fun. As a matter of fact, I just posted a video of Christina dancing to YMCA or something. It was in my memory. So <laughs> it was a ton of fun. And, you know, you gorge on everything chocolate there. It's amazing how many different ways they can make yeah. sweets. It's a, it's a decadent dessert party is what it is. But so much fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And they had an ice cream bar this year as well. So that was that was awesome. And then I think around yep. mid, or about 11 o'clock, I guess, they brought out pizza and french fries in case anyone was hungry. <laughs> they really oh take care of gosh. us. Oh, my gosh. They really do a great <laughs> job there. They really do. Yeah. So I've been talking about J.M. Winchester and the new book um, yeah. uh, all day today. When I, and so I want to talk first about all the lovely pieces because this book releases next week. It is the first yeah. of its kind. Uh, and when I – when I was reading um, your bio, uh, particularly yours, um, you said that you started writing as soon as you could hold a pen and that you've been mm-hmm. in love with writing and books, so you never had a doubt what you were going to do. And then you said mm-hmm. kind of in, I think a couple of years ago, 
you were thinking about this other story, something that did not have an HEA, and it was an idea for a domestic thriller. So let's talk about all the lovely pieces, because this, okay. and by the way, if you're a domestic violence survivor or a victim, this you may have triggers on this, so I want to warn you ahead of time, because this is about domestic violence. Tell us about this story yeah. and how it came to you. Um. Well, it was a story that I had kind of wanted to write for a long time. And, you know, writing romance, I wasn't sure if I could cross into another genre and do something different. Um, To be honest, prior to writing it, I was a little shy of reading thrillers even um, because I was afraid afraid of them. Um, So... I, I wasn't sure if I could pull it off, and I, but I had this story that I really wanted to write. It actually stemmed from a road trip that my son and I took alone um, when, when summer. My husband was away, and we thought, hey, we'll go away too, and we'll just, you know, travel through Alberta and do some things. And we ended up staying at this one hotel that was like a dead zone. There was like no one staying at this hotel, and we were having dinner at the restaurant, and no one was around. And I was thinking, you know, like we are in the middle of nowhere right now. No one knows where we are. It was actually kind of an eerie kind of feeling. I imagine. And so the idea kind of, yeah, it was totally weird. And you know, the idea of a woman on the run with her child kind of stemmed from that experience because I was thinking, you know, this is really creepy. And you know, I kind of had to text my husband and be like, you know, here's where we are in case anything <laughs> right. happens. Um, because it was kind of creepy. Uh, so anyway, the idea had kind of spurred for a while in my brain, and I was, like, pushing it aside. You know, I had a bunch of deadlines for romance books and things like that. So um, I pushed it off, and then I had a break in my writing schedule, and I thought, you know, I've been writing nonstop romance for a long time, and I, I was starting to get a little bit um, just tired and, and tired of writing, and I wanted to do something that was going to kind of spark that passion in me again and so I thought sure. you know what? I'm going to write this book and if it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't go anywhere but at least it's something that has been close to my heart for a long time the subject matter is close to my heart and I thought you know I'll just give it a shot so I wrote it and I sent it to my agent and she's like you know I love the writing but you know it doesn't really fit the genre and I said okay so I binge read a ton of the genre <laughs> so I knew what I was right. doing right and right, then, right. and then I, you know, then I kind of figured it out from there. So the book, you know, stemmed as a very, um, just a therapeutic um, writing experience that kind of brought back my love for writing. And then, um, and and like I said, you know, the domestic violence theme is something that's very close to me personally. So I, you know, I wanted, um, I wanted to do right by that and to portray like the fear and that kind of thing on the page. And I, um, and luckily, early reviewers are feeling that. So I'm really happy that I was. You know, somewhat successful. The book doesn't release until next week, so we'll know for sure then. But um, I think it's going to be terrific. Well, the the amazing (laughs) thing is that you got signed with Thomas and Mercer, probably the best place to get your book, your first domestic thriller put out. I I mean, they are terrific, and and Gracie Doyle is a wonderful editor, you know, acquisitions editor there. I remember when she was in publicity. So you've got really. I'm congratulations on all of it. Now, oh, writing you. writing as Jennifer Snow, you also yes. have a new book releasing in September, an Alaskan Christmas. So you've gone mm-hmm. back to your your romance roots, um, and you've gone gone to Alaska. You've been kind of in cold country when you've been writing, um, <laughs> to, which which I guess you know you're in cold country. You're in Canada, so. Yes. Um, 
uh, are you motivated to continue romance or are you motivated to maybe move on to thrillers or more suspenseful books or both? Um, I think I want to continue doing both. I, I really love the opportunities that I get. Um, my romances are very light and humorous. Um, they're not dark yes. and edgy. They're very, they're very fun. Um, they're heartwarming. I mean, they're sexy, but they, they do have, you know, hearts in them. And I, I love that. And I love that I get to wrap things up nicely. But I guess what I really was drawn to with the thrillers and what, you know, I've, you know, I've got a second thriller coming out in June of next year and then two new ones pitched. And, and the theme for the thrillers tend to be not a happily ever after. In fact, the ambiguous endings that I sure is going to kind of be my thing. Um, and so I love the balance. I love the balance between the two. You know, um, I can do a thriller and go, go very dark. And then I can, you know, write a romance book and go lighter and, you know, still be very, um, you know, emotional and, and, and dig deep into characterization, but not have to have those ambiguous dark endings that my thrillers have. So I right. love the balance between the two. And I, I, I write full time. So it's very easy for me to accommodate, you know, a four, three or four book a year kind of um, output. Wow, you know, that's so, amazing. So, so I'm happy. Well, I'm happy to have the opportunity to do both. As long as, as, long as publishers give me the opportunity, I will take it. <laughs> well, let's talk so. about your third career and that as a screenwriter. You've sold um, a couple scripts to Breakthrough Entertainment. Um, are these yes. happening? Are we going to see these on, on uh, screens? I hope so. They've been pitched to different networks and back in May. So we're still waiting to see if we can get the green light. Um, I'm really hopeful that we do. There's one that's, um, it was the very first book that I wrote um, ever uh, that I turned into a screenplay. And so I'm really hoping that that one gets picked up. It's called Mistletoe Bachelors. And it's a really fun story. And I've adapted it for a film. Um, So I've changed it a little bit from the original version. But it's super fun. So I'm really hoping that gets picked up. And just recently I got another um, screenplay option by a producer in LA um, who's done a bunch of feature films and that kind of thing in the past. And it's a more of a summer, uh, a summer theme uh, romance about friends and it's more of a female friendship uh, type of story. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Fun. Congratulations. <laughs> um, tell me what hey. is the difference between writing full length novels and doing screenwriting. There has to be a monumental total difference because aren't you limited in what you write for, for film? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's a completely different medium. Um, again, I played around with the idea because, you know, I was out on submission for a romance novel submission and I thought I've got time and I've always wanted to write screenplays. So why not? And so um, I started adapting some of my old material to just kind of get the feel for it. And then, um, you know, I downloaded Final Draft and learned how to use that program. Uh, but it definitely is using a different side of your brain. However, like my novels tend to be very dialogue heavy. Um, right. I, my first drafts are, you know, mostly dialogue. So I think I kind of um, tend to lean towards screenwriting as kind of more anyway, natural sure. for me anyway. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't difficult but adapting you know like all the lovely pieces has been adapted to a screenplay and that one's out on consideration as well and so going from 400 pages of a lot of internalization and that kind of thing and portraying that in 100 pages on screen it's it's challenging it's definitely challenging to kind of navigate between the two but it's I think it's making my writing overall stronger so 
it's yeah. fun. <laughs> I would imagine so because if your dialogue really moves the story as much as action does, but if you cut out a lot of the other stuff, you know, the, the yeah. ambient stuff, um, your writing becomes a lot more crisp and clear and, and cleaner, and it, it really picks up the pace of a book, don't you think? Yes, definitely. But it, it's definitely finding those little um, moments that you can portray on screen that encapsulates, you know, pages and pages of maybe like an internalization um, that happens in the book or something, you know, that right. um, reader, you know, readers will catch up on, but viewers would miss. And I definitely get why, you know, people are like, oh, the movie's so different than a movie <laughs> or the book. The movie's so different than the book. Um, I get that now. <laughs> it's not easy to adapt right. a book into a movie. You, because so. you can't have the the secondary and tertiary characters all playing a role um, in, in, in a starring role. They have to really take a back seat to what the main story yeah. is about, correct? So exactly. essentially what you're doing is you're taking your synopsis or your, your back jacket, and that's what you have to create the screenplay from, correct? Right, yeah. So it's, it's definitely paring it all down to, you know, what's important, but it, it definitely does give me that focus. And then when I'm doing my novels, I tend to think of it as, okay, well, if I'm going to be writing this as a screenplay at some point, you know, are there scenes that I could leave out of a screenplay? Because if I can leave them out of a screenplay, I can leave them out of a book. Out but of a it's book, definitely right. made my writing stronger. So I'm, yes. I'm loving being able to navigate back and forth between the two and use both to kind of strengthen um, what I'm doing. And I, I know that it's because I've published so many books and I've done plotting and characterization that my screen plays have done well. I mean, I only started writing them less than a year ago. Um, right. But I've, I've done well because I, I think because I have got that background in novel writing. So right. um, both, both kind of helps each other. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of people are are screenwriters first and then turn into novel writers and they have a, you know, an economy of words because of screenwriting. You've kind of done it a little bit different, but it's improved your novel writing. Um, is yes. there, is there um, something that you want to try next, maybe a new genre or maybe some other creative pursuit that you have in mind? Um, I have, a women's fiction book that's almost finished and I say women's fiction I mean it, it should just be general fiction at this point but you right. know, the world still classifies it as women's fiction right um, and it's you know thank you it's, it's, thank you um, Amazon for doing that to us right <laughs> giving us 500 <laughs> genres and subgenres. right <laughs> I mean Jennifer um, do you remember you used to go into a bookstore and you'd have fiction self-help yeah. non-fiction and and cooking books, you know, exactly. <laughs> yes, but but that Amazon, made it a little you know, easier. Yeah, Amazon yeah. kind of just said, "Oh no, not only are we going to do romance, we're going to do fifty different categories of romance." You know, <laughs> we're not going to do mysteries yeah. and thrillers. We're going to do a hundred <laughs> subgenres. I know. Of, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is um, crazy. It but is. you know, it's so, interesting that you're doing women's fiction, and it should be just fiction. I agree with you, um, but yeah. because I, I would assume your characters are primarily yes. women, e even though. Yes. Uh, and I want to explain this to listeners. That does not mean that we hate men <laughs> or that they aren't included in no. the book, or that you can't read the book. <laughs> but it, it's <laughs> storytelling not. from a women's point of view is essentially what yes. it is. Yeah. So, will, and I will think you it's go, definitely more my voice, you know. Really? So, 
it, it's it's and, edgy and it's fun, you know, and I get to do these, you know, quirky. Um, I mean, the, the current title is Housewives of Haven Point, and it's, you know, all these different um, housewives who are, um, it's the, you know, it's the widow and the mistress are working together to prove that the mistress didn't, or the widow didn't kill the husband. So it's a wow. really fun dynamic. Yeah, it's the, it's the most fun book I've ever written, and my agent loves it so far, so I'm really hoping to have it, you know, pitched out in the fall. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm just trying those things, see, you know, see what I can do. Um, I know it's not kind of on brand, you know, a lot of authors are like, you know, stay in your lane, that's how you're successful. But honestly, my lane is I'll write whatever I want. (laughs) Well, um, I I think that's great, because I noticed that in your bio, you said, you know, you started writing um, poetry at 15. So I'm I'm envisioning what every 15 year old girl did, they wrote this really (laughs) angsty teenage, you know, uh, forlorn, oh, just heartbreakingly emotional poetry which cracks me up because I think all of us did that but um (laughs) you also said you submitted your first young adult handwritten manuscript to Harlequin at that age what happened with that book by Mm -hmm. the way it was awesome I sent it in I had no idea what I was doing I was essentially pitching them a new line because they didn't even have you know a young adult line at the time I didn't even think they had a sweet you know really sweet line and um, I was, I remember getting the rejection letter. I was, you know, 15 and I was sitting on my doorstep with a bunch of my girlfriends and the letter showed up and I saw the Harlequin logo and I'm like, okay, uh, Harlequin's going to buy my book. I am out of here. You know, I lived in a little town in Newfoundland and hated it. Couldn't wait to get it from the bigger, just more exciting. And so I thought I was, I had it made. And then I guess I opened the letter and it's a rejection. But it was so wonderful. The editor had taken time to basically read the manuscript that I sent. And she said, you know, they don't have a young adult line. And I don't have the experience, this, you know, so far in life to write for their adult lines. But that my writing showed promise and that I should keep going. And I still have the letter and I cherish it. And honestly, I credit Harlequin for taking the time to do that because it kept me going. And, um, yeah, it was it, was it, it sure did, and, and then but. they and then they picked you up for your romance line. So that's a wonderful yeah. story. Um, I know yeah. you're on a very tight time schedule tonight. Uh, hello to your son, and thank you for being so patient. <laughs> He's going for yeah. a very very important lesson in taekwondo. So we want to give a shout yeah. out to him. In the meantime, oh, tell us where we can find you on the webs and in social media. Um, well, I have my website for romance. It's um, jennifersnowauthor.com. And then my um, alter ego website is authorjmwinchester.com. And I'm on Facebook and Twitter. I'm not very good at social media or marketing, as you can probably tell. <laughs> um, I think my hashtag on Twitter is at uh, jennifersnow slash jmwinchester18. Um, yeah, so... I'm around. I, I <laughs> have to just give. I have to give you a little little hint because I'm so horrible at it. The only thing I use is Facebook, even though I have a, a robust, you know, Twitter account. Uh, what I do is I just tie. I just tie my Facebook post to Twitter and that way I don't have to ever worry about it. Uh, and honest to God, once a month I maybe I go there and I say, Oh, 
let me repost, you know, and let me retweet or whatever I'm supposed to do. The other stuff, I, I just don't do, Jennifer. Honestly, I can't. I just I don't have the time. I'd rather talk to people I like know. you. I'd rather talk to creative people. than. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how to figure it all out. And I've tried to hire uh, some assistants, but I'm too A-type personality and too controlling to, like, let go of the reins. But yet I don't know how to do it myself. <laughs> so I'm going I'm I'm to send you someone who, who takes care of me, who, who, who says, awesome. please, please don't do this stuff. Let me handle it for you. I'll send you a name awesome. and She's really great because I'm one of those A-type personalities too. But I am admitted, I am admitted tech twit, so I so totally get that's, it. That's great. This yeah. is my friend Jennifer Snow. Her alter ego is J.M. Winchester. The new book is all the lovely pieces. It releases next week from Thomas and Mercer, and then. Under Jennifer Snow, her next new romance releases um, in mid-September called An Alaskan Christmas, a Wild River novel. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time on this important night to be with me, and promise you'll come back. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. I had so much fun, and thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Oh, listen, who who is your favorite writer right now? Let me ask you that. Um, well, I love Debbie Debbie McCumber. She was the one who kind of got me writing in the first place. Her holiday oh, romances fabulous. are always my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I mean she's she's everyone's favorite. So, so um, how about how yeah. about if we how about if we we try to arrange an interview where you can talk to Debbie and she'll be your guest? <gasps> I would die. My fifteen-year-old oh, self is dying right now. She's lovely, <laughs> and I, I adore her. I met her when she was here during Reader's Fest with her husband. She's just a lovely woman, so let me go ahead and see if I can arrange that, okay? Oh, my goodness. Yes, please. I'd love okay. that. Okay. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. This is Jennifer Snow, a.k.a. J.M. Winchester. Um, The new books are all the lovely pieces, and coming in September will be an Alaskan Christmas. Jennifer, have fun tonight. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you, listeners, and thank you, Mom and Dad. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. 